Are you manifesting what you want in your life? Do you have clarity on your true heart's desires? What do you know about hypnosis? In this episode, I have with me a hypnotherapist and expert in the law of attraction who shares her insights and experiences on using hypnosis and visualization to achieve one's goals and desires. Victoria Gallagher shares with us her own personal journey and dives into what hypnosis is and is not and challenges common misconceptions about hypnosis. Victoria reminds us of the power of the mind in achieving success and fulfillment in life and highlights the role of hypnosis and visualization in unlocking that power. She points out how hypnosis is really a natural state that occurs multiple times a day and can be used to overcome limiting beliefs and negative self-talk and the importance of being open and willing to change in order to effectively use this therapy. She also talks about what is manifestation and the balance required to manifest, how to gain clarity on your true heart's desire, the process of making a change, how to work on your limiting beliefs, what is the difference between hypnotherapy, positive affirmations, and visualizations, how to better communicate with your own subconscious mind, the importance of listening to your intuition and doing actions that feel inspired and effortless, how to unlock the power of your mind. There is so much packed in this episode. So let's dive into it. Have you ever wondered what makes people capable of creating changes that impact their lives and the world around them? What is their way of thinking, their mentality, their patterns, their perceptions of the world, their reactions to different live events? What influences them? My name is Cristina Puyol, and I invite you to join me in this adventure where we will explore together the mind of change makers. Today I have with me a worldwide leader in hypnotherapy, a best-selling author, international speaker, life success coach, and renowned authority on the law of attraction. She has dedicated her life to empowering people all over the world to successfully live a life of liberty, aligned with their dreams through effective meditative recordings and online courses. She's a fellow podcaster hosting the popular law of attraction show, The Power of Your Mind podcast, featuring industry experts. There is so much wisdom she has packed in herself that I can't wait to start this conversation. So help <laughs> me in welcoming Victoria Gallagher. Hi, Victoria. Hello. Hi, Christina. It's so nice to see you again. Yes. So nice to see you again. I am so thank happy. You, and, thank you and for you having have... me on your show. No, thank you. And we have not talked in this podcast about hypnotherapy. So I'm so happy that you're here and that you can tell us so much more. But before we dive into that, I would like people to know you a little bit better about your story and how you got, how you changed, how you got into where you are right now. You know, and I know it's a long story, but just tell us what you want to tell us. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I have been a hypnotherapist for almost 25 years now, I believe. Um, 20, 23. So I'm trying to think it's almost a half a quarter century at this point. Um, but back in 1999, before that, um, for the longest time, I was in the financial services industry as a stockbroker. And, you know, it's like a total 180 degree turn, I know. But, you know, what happened was, you know, I got into that industry sort of following my father's footsteps and you know it uh it, it really seemed appealing to me because it was a prestigious job and it was a, a challenge and you know i kind of enjoyed the sales aspect of it uh for a while and then i you know i reached all my goals i got into a corner office i had my own assistant i had my own house i great car you know everything like you can imagine and then sort of like out of the blue i just kind of crashed and i just like it wasn't even that the job is like that hard you know i mean you just you get on the phone and make cold calls every day and um you build a book of clients and you know and and you manage their portfolio and you go to training you learn how to do all this stuff it's not that hard it's not it shouldn't even really be that stressful it was just that 
I think once you sort of like, I, you know, you have this internal calling that, that there's something greater out there for you. And, and so I didn't, I, I didn't know what that was. And I just kind of needed to get in touch with that. So I went and I took these, all these personal development classes. And when I did that, it really just kind of started to click in that I was meant to get into this industry of personal development. And I didn't know exactly what that looked like. Um, but what I did know was, you know, I made these, um, these recordings for myself. Um, I read all these books, and they would say, you know, to, you know, make a recording on this script. And so I would make a recording and I would listen to it. And it was just amazing. And I really actually, I'm kind of different in the way that I really like the sound of my voice. And <laughs> so I would, um, you know, I think you have to, in order to do what I do, you have to like the sound of your voice. So I, I made these recordings and I kind of got this idea one day. It's like, you know, what if I put together a website um, where I just sold a lot of, uh, you know, like these visualizations and and help people to transform their life in the comfort of your own home. And that's when hiptalk.com was born. And at the same time, as I was getting certified in hypnotherapy and I just decided I'm going to go ahead and open an office. I'm going to see clients face to face. I'm going to just really just change careers. And as I was getting myself licensed and everything, my branch manager, where I was a stockbroker, found out what I was doing and he gave me an ultimatum and he said, you have to make a decision. And so um, clearly uh, we know what decision I <laughs> ended up making, but I had 30 days basically from like literally just opening an office. So obviously I wasn't making any money at that time. And I just had to, you know, I just had to take a risk and go for it and never looked back. And so here I am, um, you know, with, uh, you know, hundreds and hundreds, almost a thousand recordings now, my own app, uh, the offer of, you know, four uh, books, doing speaking. And so it really does, like, you really have to listen to that, that voice inside of you sometimes telling you like to make that change, even though it might be uncomfortable, even though you might have to go through a lot. That's sort of, you know, that's how I ended up here. Yeah, I think, I mean, there's so much to learn from that because once is that when you make a change, you don't have to have it all figured out, you know, and then you have to lean forward. And how, how was that process for you to just trust? I mean, you were kind of pushing, you know, the universe is like, start now, don't wait. <laughs> uh, but how do you, how did you lean into that and, and, and not freak out completely? I did freak out. That was, <laughs> I absolutely freaked out. So, you know, what's kind of interesting about this, there's another aspect to the story that's super important because let's just say I was a little bit of a baby um, starting out. I was a novice, even though I thought I knew a lot, I'd read a lot of books, I'd been taking all these classes. Um, there was still this, uh, you know, I, it, all of the learnings and everything about abundance and being able to manifest things um, easily and effortlessly, all of that was still just really brewing at the top of my conscious mind. It wasn't integrated deeply into who I was and my subconscious mind. And so I did like what anybody probably would have done when I quit my job. I went into fight or flight mode. And instead of taking the time to continue my personal development and continue um, nourishing my mind and listening to all of these recordings myself that I was producing, all I was doing was getting up at the crack of dawn, working until midnight and um, eating crappy food, staying, uh, you know, awake all night in my office and just kind of just retreating really. Like it was really, it didn't even make any sense 
for me to act like that because here I was, I mean, it was in a way like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Kind of contradictory. I was sort of, you know, contradicting myself after about a year of doing this and trying to build my business the hard way and really just beating my, you know, hitting my head up against a wall. And it's like, why isn't any money coming in? And, you know, here I, here I, I did it. I stepped into the life of my dreams. I decided to quit my job and go for it. Why isn't any money coming in? (laughs) Why am I just going down, 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 down? And then Like it just hit me like a ton of bricks one day, you know, I mean, I literally, you know, I mean, I, I ran out of money. I had to borrow money. I was, um, really feeling ashamed of myself. I was just humiliated. And like, here I was this prestigious stockbroker making a six figure income down to like, okay, I decided to, you know, follow my dream and do all of this. But like now I'm like begging for money and it's like (laughs) very humiliating. So I found myself one day just like, you know, in, in my room, just crying my eyes out, journaling, kind of writing sort of a God message, you know, it's like, why me, why me? And, and it just hit me. It's like, I wasn't following my own you know, advice, I was, you know, trying uh, really hard. And so in that moment, I just decided that I'm going to make, you know, programming my mind, my first priority, you know, using hypnosis that I had been trained in, you know, here I am a trained hypnotherapist, but I'm not using it on myself. And so I decided right then and there, I'm no longer going to be a hypocrite. I'm going to actually, you know, do this every day for the rest of my life. Like this is just a must do. It's vitamins for your mind. And Mm -hmm. I had to train my mind. And within about six months, I finally turned my first profit after, um, you know, just feeding my mind and feeding my mind with all of, you know, these abundance programs Um, It was helping me to like stumble upon ideas. And, you know, that's kind of the way it works. It's not like money just is going to, you know, fall from the sky. But, you know, it's like you're going to all of a sudden be more open to seeing opportunities and ideas and taking action and having the confidence and, you know, to like, oh, this is what I need to do. Oh, I need to, you know, uh, sell my stuff on Amazon or sell my stuff on eBay or, you know, just like little things, little ideas and tips would come to me. Oh, I need to have a sale. Like I never even, you know, had a sale on my website or, you know, I need to learn how to, um, you know, create, uh, create an email list. Like all of these things just were just coming to me and I was just more, more open and receptive. And so I finally turned my first profit, like I said, and, you know, six months after that, that little breakdown moment. I think, you know, I really want to talk about this manifestation because I see also that you share a lot of that in your podcast, um, because I think people have that idea that if you just uh, say these affirmations, you know, it's going to follow from the skies. Or, you know, they say, wouldn't it that be great? Work. Yeah, it would be wonderful <laughs> to have a tree and just go there and pick. But also, there's the other extreme where they say this thing doesn't work. So I'm not going to do that. And I'm just going to pound, like you were saying, I'm going to pound hard this rock until either I die or something breaks, you know. And so it, it sounds like it's a balance. This I believe in balances and harmonies. And, and actually, I was talking about this with someone the other day about having a resistant, harmonious resistant, <laughs> where there's a pull and push, where you have to figure out what works for you. So I would love if you can define manifestation, because I know you talk a lot about, about that. Yeah. So manifestation is really about, you know, bringing your intention into reality. And, you know, there's just so, so, you know, and, and there's steps ultimately that you need to take in order to align yourself with uh, whatever it is that you desire to manifest. But it's really just bringing 
your uh, idea into reality. It's really as simple as that manifesting. And it's not magic. Um, you know, there are actual action steps that, you know, that a person needs to take. And like you said, I love how you said it is a balance and it's a balance between, you know, the mind, uh, the emotions and the body. And when I say the body, the body is what we use to physically bring about our desire. So, you know, some people kind of like when I was being very hard headed at, at the very beginning, I was using just the physical aspect of it. And I wasn't actually using my mind power or my emotions and the emotions are that vibration. The, the emotions are essentially like how you feel that energy that you're exuding and people, you know, feel your emotions. And, you know, when you really think about manifestation, um, everything that we manifest requires another human being, every single thing that we manifest. And so when it comes to our vibration, people are much are are aligned on the same vibrational frequency so if say that if you're wanting to manifest a soulmate for example a you know a soulmate um that is on one frequency is not going to be attracted to a person who is on a different frequency so you're only going to come together at you know so if you're your soulmate, you know, has all of these qualities in your mind, but you are not at a vibrational match for those qualities, then you're not going to manifest the person who you want to manifest. You're going to be manifesting people who are a vibrational match to where you're at. And then you're going to be complaining and saying, <laughs> What is this? Again, same one. Why does this keep happening to me? Yeah. And it's the same thing when it comes to manifesting a job or manifesting business to come into, you know, your uh, new business to come into your business. All yeah. of these things, you know, you need to be a vibrational uh, match for. But you know, and and then how do you get into that vibrational match? Um, that's, you know, using your mind and programming your, your thought process, because the thoughts ultimately create our feelings and then our feelings ultimately create what we do and our, and our actions. And so that's, you know, essentially it's, it's the, you know, it's this whole balance between body, mind, and emotions and somewhere in the mix is also the spirit. And, you know, I think of the spirit as anything that um, is sort of like almost like supernatural or on that um, super conscious or, you know, some people refer to the spiritual as God, um, the universe, you know, any, any of that. And that's like where a lot of your ideas and your insights and things like when you don't know the how something is going to happen, that's the intermingling of your subconscious reaching the super conscious level and bringing back with it the insights and the ideas that like, oh, okay, now I know what to do. Now I know how this is going to happen. Can it be like, it just popped to me like a, a, a way to say this when you are more connected with God, Allah, whoever, you know, or the universe, whatever you want to call it. It's like going in the highway instead of going in the in the you know slower roads or whatever where you're gonna get there but maybe you can tap into the highway and and go faster and get there faster right absolutely absolutely and you know just the opposite is true too though i think when you put all the power um on the you know the ethereal the god the super conscious and you're not allowing yourself to, you know, um, take responsibility, 
for, you know, for your manifestation, when you put it all on faith, a hundred percent on spiritual, then that you're, you're also out of balance there too. So it's, it's really a balance between all of those, those aspects. That's really interesting. And um, how can someone, so I think the first step will be to have really clear what is that you want right? So that you define it so that you know what is the vibration, you know, that you have to be vibrating at to get there. So first is clarity and then using hypnotherapy to program your mind and your emotions because that impacts your emotions. And then from there, you know, do the work, the actions, the things that come from all of that work, right? That kind of is exactly. the order. Yeah. And it loops, I guess. Exactly. So yeah, the, um, the desire having a very clear desire is uh, to me, you know, and, and I, I don't really uh, think of it in terms of like step one, you do this and step two, but it's some a lot of times it kind of ends up that way, that you know, the first thing is really getting ultimate ultra clear on your hearts, your true hearts desire. Um, there's a difference sometimes, you know, we get put upon us, things that uh, we should want or that we're supposed to want or and so sometimes you know it's kind of like like I was confused before I got into the business that I'm doing right now I thought that I wanted to do this stockbroker thing and you know that wasn't really a true heart's desire it was like more of like a head desire is more like coming from um, a logical common sense. Oh, I'm going to make a lot of money and I'll be able to retire early, you know, kind of thing. And so there were, and, and there was a struggle along the way to create that business. Like I had to do things that I didn't really want to do. No one wants to, I mean, maybe some people do, but I didn't want to, you know, wake up every morning at six, you know, four in the morning, get to the office by six o'clock, start making cold calls all day long, just for an end uh, result. Now, some people might enjoy doing that, but I didn't enjoy to that. It was, it was a means to an end. So a lot of times it's about uh, people have a desire for something that they think that they want, but it's not their true desire. And I think one of the ways to get in touch with your true desire is really to just like you pick an area of your life and you ask yourself, like, what am I complaining about? Like, what is, what are all, because it, that usually will tell you what's important to you is when you, when you listen to like, what am I complaining about? What's really making me upset? You know, what, what are my frustrations? What are my doubts? What are my disappointments? What are my fears? And people have a much, and then when you have this list of what you're complaining about, then when you start to ask yourself, well, what would I like instead? That's when you really start to understand and get clear on what you really want. Um, because it's much easier for people sometimes to focus on what they don't want versus what they do want. And so that's a really, really great place uh, to start to figure out what that desire is and get ultra clear on what that is. Yeah, I love that exercise. And actually, it's funny because I was I was talking about goals the other day and, and actually I did an episode and now I was going to talk about the opposite, exactly that, you know, one way also to get to your goals is to think what you don't want, when you don't have clarity. And then from there, that's going to show you the things that maybe you care and maybe you want to change or maybe things that are not aligned in your life and that you want differently. And I think, I, I don't know what you think about these, but sometimes some things are more popular, so it's easier to want them because they're popular. And then when it's not so popular, not so known or not so accepted, it's harder to say this is what I want because the rest of the society may not want that where you live. And so then it's a harder choice because you know you're not going to be popular and 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 we all want to belong, right? Don't, what do you think about that? I absolutely agree with that. I mean, and I think that that's one of the places where where people go um against themselves because you know they're trying to fit in to a mold that 
it was established by their community, by their family, by friends, their peers. And, um, you know, and so they're not really allowing themselves to truly accept that this is what I want. Um, it was kind of the same when I first started thinking about these, um, you know, hypnotherapy recordings, when I very first started thinking about that, it was like, can I really have this? I mean, can I really, can this really be what I do for, uh, for work? Like, it just seems so weird in a mm -hmm. way, you know, mm -hmm. that like I could like this, this is what the universe really wants for me. And, you know, it, it just, it was hard for me at, at first to accept that, like, it could really be that, that simple, not, and it, it's not even that simple. Um, It's not, I'm not saying it's that simple, but that fun, you know, that I could actually get to do something that I really enjoy doing and that I could actually make money at it. And so a lot of times people, they just reject their ideas before they ever even get, you know, get it all oh, that, you know, can't make, make money doing that. And, or you can't, you know, whatever, it, I mean, you know, and then it's not just about making money, but like, oh, this, this particular type of um, person doesn't exist or, um, or I can't have the body of my dreams. I can't, you know, feel good all the time, whatever it is, they just automatically just reject the notion that they could have exactly what they want. And also what I hear a lot is I'm too old, it's too late, yes. or, or it's too soon, I'm too young, you know. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, and all of these, these are our limiting beliefs. And mm -hmm. that's where hypnotherapy really comes into play when it comes to manifesting. And, you know, when I came into this field, I came in sort of with, you know, from the aspect of manifesting and, uh, and creating your, your dreams. And all the books that I had read were all about law of attraction. And so um, when I stumbled upon hypnotherapy, it was already coming from the standpoint of um, using hypnotherapy as a modality to help you to, uh, to manifest and to align and, you know, and to use law of attraction more effectively. So, you know, that was always part of my, uh, my process and my scripting and, but not a lot of people at the time, you know, this was way back in 1999, you know, the secret came out, you know, talking about law of attraction, um, that movie came out in 2005, 2006, right, right there. And so it was at that point where I'm like, oh, now I can actually start to talk to people about law of attraction without sounding weird. But I was already writing about, you know, you're magnetic and you are, <laughs> um, you know, you have, uh, and uh, increasing your vibration. I was already, this was already part of my natural vocabulary in my hypnotherapy recordings. And I think that's why people really gravitated toward them and love them so much because it really spoke the truth well before anybody ever knew about this, you know, law of attraction stuff. And um, so that, you know, um, so the hypnotherapy, though, where that comes in to play is, you know, with these limiting beliefs that we have, these these things that we tell ourselves all the time about how we can't do this, about how um, this is just the way it is, and this is just the way I am. Everybody in our family is this way, so I'm going to, you know, be this way, or um, that's just not possible, or that's possible for them, but not for me, and all of that. So um, I, I help people to get in touch with like, what are the thoughts and ideas and beliefs that are preventing you from being able to, to have this and help them to reprogram, uh, those beliefs at, you know, the subconscious level and, you know, and ultimately, you know, we have to get in touch with what are those, what are those words that are, um, 
that we just keep saying to ourselves. And then you have to retrain yourself. You have to retrain your mind. Um, and it's an ongoing process. Sometimes, you know, it doesn't, it's not always just like you're one and done. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's a habit. We're creatures of habit. And so we have habits sometimes that continue to work against us. So, you know, hip, hypnosis is something that to me, it's just as important, um, to exercise. It's like an exercise for the mind, the same way that we have to exercise our bodies, you know, we're constantly, you know, going to the gym, eating right, doing all of that. But if you stop doing those things, eventually you're going to put the weight back on. And it's the same thing with, with the mind. If you stop positively programming yourself every day, eventually you're going to just have a mind that's based on the default thinking. And the default thinking is like, that's what you hear on the news. That's what you hear everybody else talking about and what's in your environment. And, you know, it's just not, it's not very good for you if you're trying to go for your dreams and your goals. Well, there's a, an important, a few important points <laughs> what you're saying. One is that it is a practice. So it's not just one time you know, when people say, no, this is not working. It's the same as saying, I go to the gym one time. I don't have the muscles. It's not working. Exactly the same. You have to keep training in some things you will reprogram easier than others. You will change easier and, and you will maybe change them for the, forever. And other ones, you have to keep going and going and practicing because I feel like we are programmed um, automatically or unconsciously when we're little. And then we have to spend the rest of the years trying to figure out which program we have and what is not working and changing that, those parts. But I also like that you share your story where you're saying, you know, I, I had to go back to my own teachings and apply them to me and then work on it and have these three parts the mental, emotional, and also the physical working together. You know, we had uh, Marie Diamond. I don't know if you know her from the law of yeah. attraction. She was in the yeah. podcast and she was sharing how in the law of attraction, I don't know if that was in the episode, but talking to her, she was saying how um, some things were missed. You know, some people got the idea that I just sit down and and then and just listen to something and then the whole thing will shift, you know, and I like the what you're sharing about there is the other part, too. And she was saying exactly the same. And I think they made a second part where they want to emphasize you got to do the work. You know, there is some work that you have to do and there. There's just a shift that will happen and that will help you to go in that direction. But you still have to do some work. It's not like it's going to fall from heaven if it does yeah. call me. <laughs> It was yeah. kind of a fairy tale way of explaining how it works. And, you know, I mean, I do like that they were able to um, at least put it out there that there is this thing called the law of attraction. Um, but, you know, like you said, I mean, it's, you know, there's so much more to the story. And honestly, I don't know if it would have made for the best movie <laughs> production uh, to really go into that much detail. It's almost like it need needed to be more like a series so that, you know, people could really dive in and, and really get the inner workings of how your mind actually works, how your emotions actually work. Um, what is my role in um, creation? And then what is the role of the universe? And, you know, really kind of understanding how all those things really work together. And it's just, you know, like just the same way that people who listen to this podcast, they're, they may, you know, be sort of familiar with the law of attraction. We're deepening a little bit of the understanding, but you're certainly not coming away from this podcast in an hour with everything you ever could possibly need to know about how this works. Yeah. It's all any of the, any of these 90 minute or one hour things. It's introduction. I mean, it took me well, it's taken me years 
(laughs) years. It's a study, you know, it's a study of human potential. And, you know, the, the important thing for people to understand though, is that you have unlimited potential. You can ultimately manifest anything big or small. Um, and you know, how they say that the universe doesn't really know the difference between something big and small, But here's the thing. It's not just the universe. You know the difference between what's big and small. And you, your mind um, is is equally, if not more important than the mind of the universe. And so if you think something like a million dollars is a big deal because you've never made more than, you know, $50,000, okay, that is going to be a limit that you're going to have to break through on some level. And, you know, um, so it's, you know, it's, 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 um, you know, training your own mind to, you know, be able to, you know, ha- have a new shift in, in perspective, looking at like, oh, you know, again, if it's a million dollars, you're wanting to manifest, well, looking and changing your perspective and seeing all the millionaires and the billionaires out there and seeing like, you know, it's possible. What did they do? What was the transformation that they went through to get them from A to B? And understanding it is a transformation. It is a transformation in mindset. It's a transformation in changing your vibration. It's a transformation in taking different actions. If you do the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result, you're, you know, that's a definition of insanity, (laughs) all of that. So, you know, they all, all these things just really work, work together. And they kind of like to make it look very magical with a genie, you know, coming out of I yeah. like literally, you know, the genie. And it's like the genie is inside of you. It's your own subconscious, but you've got to give your own genie the right messages. And most of the time we're operating where these are our, our, um, our thoughts are so automatic. We can't even hear how negative our thoughts can be toward ourselves. And so we're continually programming that genie saying like, oh, I did it again. I'm so dumb. I, you know, I can't do anything right. Blah, blah, blah. You know, I mean, we go through life, we say all these things and it's like, and of course your wish is my command. Well, that's your own subconscious mind saying that. And if we, you know, could just, allow ourselves to become more aware. I think awareness is such a huge factor and key to this. So aware of like, what am I saying to myself? And then every time you he- hear a uh, a thought that's working against what it is that you want, even if your thoughts are judging other people that have what you want, um, you know, that is going against yourself because if you're judging other people you're coming from like oh they have it they're taking all the money they're taking all the clients they're taking all the things that i want you're coming from that um lack point of view um you're kind of go you're you're going against yourself and all there's just so much negative thoughts going on that that's the, really the first thing that we have to be able to bust through because that genie does exist, but just it's inside of your mind. There's no one out there coming to your rescue to just yeah. plop these things in front of you. <laughs> yeah, love it. Love that genie. <laughs> and Victoria, what is the difference so that people get a maybe clear idea between hypnotherapy, positive affirmations, and visualizations. Okay. So we have three things here. We have visualization, positive affirmations, affirmations. and hypnotherapy. So hypnotherapy, um, you know, is really about a conversation. Um, it's, it's getting into the realm of the subconscious mind. So it's really bridging, you know, your conscious mind um, and allowing what's in your conscious mind to go into uh, the subconscious mind through, you know, a process of 
you know, inducing a trance, um, getting that subconscious mind open and receptive uh, to allow those suggestions to uh, to go in. Um, it's also on the uh, on the opposite end of the spectrum, it's receiving information from your subconscious mind, because your subconscious mind houses all of these ideas and these beliefs and um, these memories and these emotions. So it's receiving information. So it's a two way um, communication, mm -hmm. you can uh, through hypnotherapy, you're just bridging uh, a, you know, a line of communication between your conscious, your subconscious, where they can both speak to each other. Um, affirmations are simply positive statements. And so they it doesn't really have anything to do with the subconscious mind. It's more, you can use affirmations when you're in a state of hypnosis to help reprogram the the mind but affirmations in and of themselves they're just statements and they're statements affirming something is true so an affirmation can be positive and it can also be negative so people are saying negative affirmations to themselves all the time and um so it's listening to those you know those those statements, what are you affirming is true? And then changing, you can change those statements to be, you know, more positive and effective. Um, visualization is really projecting an image onto the screen of your mind. It's onto the screen of your imagination. So I kind of, uh, talk about visualization and imagination sort of synonymously. Um, it's, it's about what you, what are you imagining? Are you imagining the worst? Um, you know, are you imagining the best? And a lot of times um, with visualization, it's not just vis like visual, even the word visualize visual is in visualization, meaning to see, it's not just about seeing, it's about feeling and it's about hearing and you and even smelling and tasting. Mm -hmm. um, so it's really using all of your senses. So like when people say like, oh, I, I'm not very good at visualization. It's really like saying I'm not very creative or I'm not very good at using my imagination because, you know, you just because you're not necessarily seeing really crystal clear images doesn't necessarily mean that you're not good at visualization. And it also doesn't mean that you can't uh, improve. Um, it's kind of an exercise of the mind as well. So you, the more you do it, um, the better you'll ultimately get at it. And, and the, there are some people who are predominantly uh, what you call kinesthetic. So mm -hmm. they're just better at feeling mm -hmm. um, and, and sensing things happening. Um, whereas other people are more auditory. And so they're better at hearing uh, things that are that are happening and telling themselves things and hearing other people tell them things. And um, so really, um, ideally, the, the best approach to visualization is using all of the senses, the more you use all the senses in your visualization, it is a way that we are communicating with um, our subconscious mind. And so whatever we're seeing, hearing, feeling, uh, we're sending that information to our, our subconscious mind. It's just another really powerful way without necessarily even having to go into hypnosis um, to project something make it real to yourself so is it is it right to say that hypnosis uh puts you into a trance and uses maybe for you know it depends what type of hypnosis what you want to do and what's the goal it uses positive affirmations and visualizations to achieve something whatever that is in that session or 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 work that you're doing would that be fair i mean right to say that would be, yeah, that would be very accurate. And okay. it, you know, when it comes to hypnosis, you know, we just change the wording from affirmations to suggestions. So we yeah. give, uh, we implant suggestions and, um, and then we also will use uh, visualization in that, in that process. So that's, that's a very good 
uh, way of describing it. And what what took you to hypnosis among all the things that you could choose? What was it that that excited you or like you know that that you liked about it? I just like that it's the most powerful way um, and the quickest way to and when I say quick, it's quicker than doing like, you know, just straight uh, self-talk or any any of that. So it's a more powerful and uh, effective and quicker way to get your mind to do what what you want it to do. It's almost like I just I fell in love with it because I knew that you you need it. You you know, you just like you need it the same way you need sleep, the same way you need you know, it's like once I really became aware of how powerful it is, I just kind of realized in in order to live um a happy, effective life and move toward your dreams and your goals it's like necessary <laughs> yeah. so i i think that's i it's hard to say like exactly what i i just love how powerful it is and in a way when you say that we are kind of hypnotized every day when you hear commercials they're kind of putting you into a trance and telling you what you should buy what you should do how you should look Kind of right. That's kind absolutely. of absolutely, like, you, know, you know, in a very generic a way. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Anytime you know you're uh, watching a movie or a show for a little while, and then they start blasting commercials at you, you know, you you kind of have been taken into a trance state while you're watching the uh, show, and then boom, you know, it's like they're just implanting your, you know, and, and it's just, it's the same thing with the news because, um, you know, a lot of the, a lot of hypnosis is repetition. And so the more you hear something, the more you believe it's true. I mean, if you say something over and over and over again, you actually start to believe it. And yeah. that's kind of what they do with the news. You know, they just keep saying the same, doesn't necessarily mean that it's true, yeah. but the, you know, they get you to, you know, all the news channels, they have their view and um, the, the way that they report it, it's very much according to this particular, I, you know, ideology. Idea. And so they get, if you, watch that news channel, you're going to end up believing that the the way that they want you to believe. So hypnosis is really using it to your advantage. It's, it's really setting your own ideas in your own brain without letting other people do that for you. It is. It is. Absolutely. And do you need a hypnotherapist? You know, what's the difference? Because I know you have this amazing app where you have all yeah. these wonderful recordings. So what is the difference between having these recordings and doing it with yourself or going to a hypnotherapist? So I'm going to I'm going to say that the most powerful way to, you know, do hypnosis is always going to be where there's another person helping you with the process because number one, they can look into you a little bit more objectively. They can help pull information out of you um they are not like i don't i don't mean like in control of the whole process but they're you know they're they're guiding you and so you can let go you know you can feel you know completely uh, surrender and 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 allow the two of you to work together and you know two energies two heads are always better than one so that's at the very very top of the most powerful way it's always going to be the best best way to go um you know but at the same time all hypnosis is self-hypnosis so it's not like you go in and the, i'm going to hypnotize you and <laughs> you have no control or no uh say in the matter you know you are allowing the process you're taking in the suggestions when the hypnotist says close your eyes and relax take some deep breaths focus on these parts of your body think about your idea your you know dreams manifesting all the things that they say you're saying yes i would like that and more please and all of that so you're you're um inviting and allowing the process right along 
So with guided hypnotherapy recordings, it's kind of the same thing, except for, you know, it's, there's, uh, there's no, um, you know, it's, it's not going to change based on where you're at, you know, it's going to be the same recording over and over again, you're just going to be hearing it no matter what, where you're at. So sometimes it's just not as specific to your, your needs in that, in that very moment, it's a little bit more general. Um, but you know, the beauty of it is that, you know, you can listen to these in the comfort of your own home. Um, you know, you can listen to that them as many times as you want. And one of the keys to success is the repetition because it, you do need to hear the message um, many times in order to make that change. So, you know, they are sometimes just as effective as, you know, going and seeing a professional, but I would never compare the two at, you know, like saying that the, uh, the, the, the recordings are just as powerful as a person, but they can be almost as powerful as a person, as long as you have the right recording um, for you. So I think that's, that's an important distinction because if people feel like some, if they start using this type of recordings and it doesn't work, then it's a good idea to go to a professional hypnotherapist and then get their help and figure out. And also I like the point that you're saying that you, you cannot change someone who doesn't want to change is, you know, no, nobody can come in and, and change your will. If you're not ready for a change, you won't change, right? You have exactly. to also be ready. So the one thing is to be open to the change and nobody can implant something that you are not ready to change or accept or that is contradictory to something in you. You will feel it. You will know that it's not. Um, so you have to be willing to change. Not even hypnotherapy can do that. You have to be willing to change. You do. Yeah, yeah. you absolutely do need to um, have the motivation and the will um, you know, to, to want that to change, you know, a lot of times, like when, say when it comes to, you know, stopping smoking, it's like, oh, can you hypnotize my wife to quit smoking? And then, you know, if that person comes in and they really have no desire to give it up, they have no reasons why they want to give it up, except for this other person is telling me, and I just want to get them off my case that that's usually uh, not a strong enough reason or motivation uh, to get that person, you know, to actually do it, that they have to feel that desire within them. That's really the first step to having it, you know, having it work. Um, you, you know, it's just like, you can't hypnotize somebody against their will. And so you can't really get anybody to do something against their will. And that's a good thing. You know, yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's a good thing for people to understand, you know, when you come to see a hypnotherapist, you know, that you're, you know, you're part of the process, your mind, we're only going to do what you want to do. This is about you, you know, just simply enhancing the power of your own mind and getting it to operate the way you want it to operate. And what is a mind-blowing change that you have seen in, in any of your clients? Oh, my goodness. I mean, just being able to, I mean, I've had people do anything from, you know, starting, um, starting new businesses to, uh, you know, writing books to um, repairing relationships to losing massive amounts. I've, I had, uh, one, one lady, um, lost a hundred pounds with wow. my, uh, hypnotherapy sessions and then started, uh, riding a bike, something she could not do before. And I mean, she's been a, a true testament to this work. I love that. Yeah. And, and what has been a big challenge that you've had and that um, has taught you, you know, a big lesson that you can share with us? Probably the biggest challenge was just getting at my um, needing to effort so much and getting that out of 
out of my way and trusting and believing in the power of programming my subconscious mind where, you know, like in the, in those early stages, when I was make, you know, making myself do all the things rather than relying on the power of my mind and allowing it to program me. Um, I think that was probably one of the biggest challenges that I ever, you know, that I ever faced was just trusting and believing in, <laughs> in that power that I was making these recordings around. <laughs> How did you find the balance? Because, you know, right now we hear people like Goggins and Yoko Willings, you know, they are like forced, you know, do this and until you're bleeding or... So how do you find the balance between, okay, now I said in your case, right, I said, I said these recordings, you know, and I start working on my mind, I start applying that. But at the same time, there's work you need to do. You're at the beginning of a business. It's all new. You need to have money. You know, you this is going to be your income. So how do you balance so you're not going, you know, stretching on both ends and, and breaking down? You know, I, part of it is really paying attention to how you're feeling while you're doing um, any of the actions that you're doing, doing the actions that feel inspired and effortless, because I don't think that we're meant to um, do things that we don't, we really don't want to do um, in order to create a result. Um, now, you know, there might be things that we need to do that are uncomfortable, that are um, there for our growth, and that, um, you know, will help us ultimately to uh, get to the next level of our being. So I think it's really essential to understand that there are inspired actions that you know to take. So you take those. Um, and then you balance that with, you know, doing hypnosis every day and allowing those um, messages to come through to you on what other actions, what other in inspirations and trusting that in intuition and the insight and the ideas that come um, and trusting that those are the right steps for you to take and letting go of the forced actions and the ones that don't feel so good. Okay. So listening to yourself a lot, like to your intuition, connect with yourself, with your body and, and really listen. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And how do you distinguish like the, you know, the, in business, there are some things that are not glamorous and there are things that are not so fun or, or are not aligned, you know, not, not aligned, but they're not the things that you want to do, but sometimes you have to do it until you have enough you know, for example, cash that you can pay somebody else to do it. <laughs> so how do you how do you not see that as I am not doing the things that I need to do and I hate it and and you know and then it becomes again like you know I'm I'm hammering this thing. How do you stay kind of balancing and and connected to your to your mission or vision? So kind of, a, you know, I just, I don't really think that we need to be doing a lot of the things that we think. So, you know, it's, it's kind of like, um, what, what I was saying earlier about the, uh, some people will tell us, um, that our desires are wrong or that what, what, that, uh, you know, we're, we're just kind of following along something that we think that we're supposed to want. And I really do believe that the same holds true when it comes to the actions, the actions that don't feel good. We need to examine, well, what is, why, why don't I feel good when doing this? What is exactly off for me when I'm taking these particular actions? Are these the right actions to take um, because there's a reason why you don't feel good when you're doing those actions. It might be that it's you're you're doing it in a harder way than you really need to, um, and not trusting that you know the intuition. So um, it's in a sense it's kind of like going to the gym. I mean, like you um, you go to the gym and there's certain workout. Um, you know, certain workouts that are, that are right for you and certain workouts that are not right for you. Going to the gym, you know, does take a little bit of, um, effort. 
Um, doing the actual workout it does take a little bit of effort. But if you're on the if you're using the wrong equipment or using the equipment the wrong way, or you're using equipment that's not really the best fit for you, it's too heavy. Then for example, it's yeah. too heavy. Yeah. Um. Then maybe that's you know you, you got to like listen to that and say okay you know this this one isn't right for me. What is right for me? So that that would be the way I would answer that. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. I, I will keep talking for an hour. We're going to keep the episode about, uh, for about an hour. But is there is there anything you think people should know more that I haven't asked you about hypnotherapy so that they have a better vision and, and, and understanding of what it is and how to use it and the usefulness of it? I have friends who do hypnotherapy, so I know the power of it. Um, but maybe some listeners have never thought of it or they see only the show, you know, the show business in on TV or whatever on the cruises. <laughs> so what it, what else do you think that they should know about hypnotherapy? So um, I would say another thing to know about hypnotherapy is a lot of times people have this idea about hypnotherapy that like you're just going to be completely put out or zoned out or like go to a whole other planet um, before <laughs> you're able to receive the um you know the the suggestions and before any you know work can actually take place and that's one of the kind of things that i always like to dispel in that um when you go into hypnotherapy which you do already multiple times a day you're going into hypnotherapy when you first wake up in the morning um, you're going into hypnosis when you're first uh, as you're falling asleep at night so you always pass through that level of mind that's in that receptive state you know it's in the brain um, wave terminology it's you're going into kind of a, a place between alpha and theta where your mm -hmm. brain waves are just slowing down and when your brain waves are slowing down like that you're going into um a more you know receptive um state so in you know so that receptive state um you know i wish everybody could just kind of feel like what it's like to actually be in that receptive state um by just like um waking up in the morning and when you wake up in the morning you're still kind of groggy and you're still like kind of in touch with your dreams but then like later in the day you're in your full beta waking state and it's like well, what was that i remembered my dream when i first woke up but now i don't remember it anymore remember that that is how hypnosis feels um that in that in that moment where you're still kind of in touch with your dreams that's how it feels it's not weird it's not like any state that you've never experienced before we've all experienced that and so it doesn't really take that extreme level of depth to make a change you can make that change um you know by simply you know getting yourself a little relaxed and allowing your mind and your brain waves to open and then allowing those those suggestions to go in and it's good to know that um too because you know whatever we're listening to while we're in that kind of you know daydreamy state um, we want to, you know, make sure that, you know, we're, you know, people fall asleep with the TV on, you know, some that can be bad, depending on the kind of show that you're deciding to, you know, go to go to bed listening to, or when you're um, listening to, you know, rap music that's talking about negative things in the rap music and you're you're relaxed and you're happy and you're receiving and you're open that's another thing that is kind of like a state of hypnosis so i guess the uh the point about all that is is hypnosis is actually much more common uh commonly uh you know naturally occurring state than most people realize i think yeah the two important points one is that that you we don't pay attention maybe to to that you know where you're doing that transition in both ways but especially at night when you're falling asleep in front of the tv what are you consuming i think that's so important because yeah i would say many don't pay attention to that and don't think that there is that is that is hypnosis and then the second thing is that 
because we've watched on TV some of these shows and you see people going completely into trance and, and, and losing their will, then people associate hypnosis to that. I'm going to lose my will. I'm going to, someone else is going to tell me how I'm going to be or what I'm going to do. So I don't want to have that. And I remember actually going to one of my friends uh, who is a professional hypnotherapist and he did a session on me. And I remember just waking up and saying, that's it. Like I didn't fall asleep. You know, I felt like I was just, you know, kind of drowsing. You know, I was a little bit sleepy, but, and I felt like that's it. Nothing else happens. Like I'm not going <laughs> you know, to. Exactly. And yeah, so I think that's so important that you say that. And, and so to make people aware that you are doing, you are passing through the hypnosis or the, or, or the vibration of your brain where that is happening every day. Yes, exactly. And I mean, so much, so many times people are, they kind of are, are almost like a little let down, like, you know, when, yeah, <laughs> when they that's realize, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not exactly as, um, you know, mysterious Showy. or, yeah. Yeah. you know, uh, as, as I thought that it was going to be like, I didn't go to some twilight zone. <laughs> yeah, outer exactly. space. I didn't see any <laughs> magical lights, but it is powerful. You know, the fact that it doesn't do these things or preconceived ideas that we have doesn't mean that it's less powerful. And I think that's an important point. Yeah. Yeah. I love that you said it that way. That's perfect yeah that yeah. just the fact that you're not perceiving some mysterious crazy thing going on doesn't take away the fact that it is programming your subconscious mind and it is it's the most powerful way to uh program your subconscious mind yeah well, we will put all your information and the link to your app and to your website in the notes. Uh, but, you know, I just want to thank you so much for spending this time with me and with the audience and sharing uh, your knowledge about hypnotherapy. And I hope this brings a little bit uh, people closer to this amazing therapy that they have and that they can use uh, to change their lives. So thank you so much, Victoria, for being with us. Oh, thank you so much, Christina. This has been such a delightful interview. Um, you're a great, great host and interviewer. You ask great questions. And uh, I just really appreciated being here, uh, you know, to share the information with your audience. So thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you.